Hello, friendos. Toast name is Chad Dukes. And I am burdened with glorious purpose. It's the Chad Dukes Radio Show. It's not Free FM. So give Chad a call. Here's the number. 385-645-5375. It's Miller time. What is that, Lil? Twelve hands in a row? Dukes, you son of a bitch. Nobody's that lucky. Now here's your host, the big silly. Chad Dukes. Charlie Hotel. Alpha Delta, yeah. Dukes, dig it. There, but for the grace of God, it was me. Friday episode of the Chad Dukes Show, chaddukeshow.com. I am your host with the most big shoot on the internet, screaming into a computer like everybody does nowadays. We just think we have a little bit more fun doing it than a lot of everybody else. Happy that you're joining us here. Please, if you don't mind, leave a five-star review and consider subscribing to the rest of the week on chaddukeshow.com. It don't cost much. Just cancel one of those other superfluous uh, subscription services you have. The Blue Apron or whatever the fuck. Razor services. God, I'm so happy. I don't have to pretend I like Blue Apron anymore. What was the one? God, we had one on boat. It was just the shittiest food you've ever seen in your life. Was it freshly? Maybe. I don't know. We don't want to burn no bridges in the future, but oh my God, it was awful. And then, I won't get into it. Anyway, uh, <laughs> happy to be with you here now, ladies and germs. There is Gigantor, the cold soldier, the water buffalo, the jolly ogre, big smoke in the building. Hello, Gigantor. Oh, man, I'm counting down the hours now. What's happening from that? Oh, Saturday, you're sending it. Big Tor- time. Tor's sending it big time this weekend. I don't, I'm st- still not sure what that means. Uh, one of his uh, buddies that may or may not be living in his attic uh, has a birthday, so they're, I guess, to celebrate, they're going to drink for 19 straight hours and hopefully burn down half of Lower Arlington, which is what it sounds like is going to take place. And normally I get hosed by uh, by a 10 a.m. shift the next day. Oh, sure. 6 p.m. Oh, the next day. Oh, man. You can get out of all that anxiety and get back in there to work afterwards. Oh, you're going to be embarrassing to be around. What are the chances you end up in prison on uh, on Saturday evening? We didn't talk about it. I we almost said... I was I was in the in the throes of it this last weekend. What? What happened? I got lost in, I got lost in Arlington. Well, that's easy to do. On a scooter. On a scooter. <laughs> Would you, you, you're so big, you don't have to put one under each foot. Like, do you have to rent two scooters whenever you go out in Arlington? Here comes Tor. <laughs> Is that what happened to you? I love that band. No, it wasn't. There wasn't any uh, any dogs either to, to fully complete the brewer bit. <laughs> I thought that, yeah, that's a good point. I, I, I thought that they got away with all the, they, they brought the scooters back. I thought that was a COVID bit. So basically, I think it was Saturday night uh, when I was at the casino till 3 a.m. that night. Uh, the um, That night, we were in Arlington drinking. Party fell through, so we went to go get a, uh, a delicious slice of pizza. Okay, and it was just I got a, I got a Stromboli in there. That sounds it, amazing. It was very late night Stromboli. It wasn't even late night. It was we were 
I think it was 1030 at that time. It's supposed to be amazing. <laughs> See, if I had 10 beers and a late night Stromboli, the diarrhea is going somewhere. Like, I hope you have a big toilet because I'm going to have a lot of work to do. And then, uh, so then everybody's like, all right, we're going to go to this one girl's house. Uh, that That's that where we coincidentally had the darty at the two weeks before. You went to the girl's house with a Stromboli and 10 beers in your gut? <laughs> no, no, no. We, we had finished the Stromboli. See, the other guys finished their Yo, pizzas. Baby girl, let me do, do me a favor. You got a big plunger because you're going to need it when I'm doing it with your water closet. But my buddies actually got hit with the, the stupid Parmesan cheese prank where it was it was the, the top was all... Uh, Take it unscrewed. Off. So yeah, he, he said, it's not much of a prank for me. I just sit there and eat the Parmesan <laughs> cheese with a spoon. I mean, there's not much better than that powdered Parmesan cheese. But we're leaving that little pizza joint, and then I'm um, sure they were very happy you were leaving. <laughs> they could not have been happy to see you guys walk in. I, I tell you, if it was uh, two hours later, they could they really couldn't have been happier because I would have ate five struggles. That would have been amazing. They would have met their uh, weekly total for their uh, their sales, and then all in one evening of drunken tour shenanigans. But uh, basically, we were leaving, and we're like, all right, it's a 10-minute walk, but we see a, a, rat, a, a ton of these scooters that, okay. that, that you could you have the app for. I didn't have the app. Everyone else had the app. Blink. Okay. Blink. What's the sound of Mexican? Oh, okay. I wanted to make sure. For me, it's... <laughs> <laughs> Tell you, did you blow a flat? The, First time uh, anyone's <laughs> ever blown a flat on one of those fucking scooters. I, I didn't have the app, and all my friends gone. Right, and I'm like, oh, they're okay. all hightailing it up the street. Yeah, I had the address though, but it's my like phone, sons of anarchy. <laughs> my phone was on like four percent, so I had to try to commit it to memory. But I also needed to get the app downloaded, so I'm just flustered. I, I, I ended up getting it going. Also, the the board of it is about as long as this this hostess bunt cake box, and my foot <laughs> is about. I, your foot, eh? I was one foot in it also. So. You, one, you were one foot, eh? So you couldn't fit the second foot on there? The poor people God that, damn that had to watch me on that goddamn scooter one footing around. And I get lost. Phone dies. Scooter isn't working. So I'm like, all right, I'm just going to walk back to the pizza place. Retrace my steps. Oh, my God. No, but I actually got rescued by one of my friends that night. They, they, they throw you on the back of his scooter? They, they, we tried, and then it didn't work. <laughs> just like yeah it's not worth it because it, i couldn't get on the back and he couldn't hold on to the back of me is there I, not like a, way, a hold on to the back so you were trying to fucking ride bitch on the back of a razor scooter there's a lot of of two people scootering that happens within my group oh there are a lot of smaller guys i'm the i'm the big menace the that, maloof they, yes the maluk <laughs> uh that is unbelievable so does it have a weight limit on those scooters i've never ridden one when i was moving i was kind of moving really it's not like i used to have a, a, a battery razor scooter it was the best because it was you could really get you know I was, sure and then i think a year later either the <laughs> maybe i was start, started to hit my growth spurt or the battery started to die on Your the growth joint. spurt is moving in a different direction it used to be up and down <laughs> yeah. now it's left and right it's funny they, they installed these little mini speakers on the scooters recently after covid yeah. and J tor jumped on top of them and his went like this help me <laughs> help me i'm going to get crushed my battery has been drained but man, it might have been it because I only Poor got scooter. about. Tell you, I only got about five minutes out of the ride max. So I'm thinking maybe the scooters did have a bit of a weight limit. Where do the cops? Come? Of course, they have a fucking weight limit. Those things are the size of toothpicks. But when I was moving, I was moving. Oh boy, it's like two Starlight Mints with a couple of toothpicks in between. You act like your big ass is gonna jump. So where do the cops come in? You said you almost got arrested. Oh no, I I, I was just in a precarious situation. And I didn't know what, what was gonna happen. Drunk while goofily oversized. Yes, that's probably what they would have busted you with, <laughs> sir. 
You're clearly intoxicated and cartoonishly large. You're going to come with us. I'm going to sodomize you with this nice dick. Yeah, but then, uh, you know, it ended up being okay. We ended up ch- chilling in that house for about two hours. And then... Uh, just blowing the toilet up. Just fucking teaching that toilet a lesson it'll never forget. I was there when you called me about um, uh, the celebrity cracking his head on the back of your bumper. Or cracking yeah, bumper. So, well, Steve Pie Taster <laughs> was over at my house this week. And he actually uh, ruined my backup sensor on my Ford Explorer because he cracked his melon head off the back of it. Because he's a clumsy muskox. And now I've got a cracked bumper and a non-functioning sensor for... So it constantly thinks I'm running over children now, my automobile. God bless. And he's doing this bit, too. He's like, hey, man, just hit me an invoice. I'll pay for it. I'm like, so I got to go fucking now I got to take it in and pay for it and get an invoice. And then you're going to pay me back. How's that going to work, bud? I'm sure I'll ever see that fucking money. How about this? Keep on your pins, big man. I, I've never fallen over and fucking cracked my head on a bumper. How come we can't keep you on your pins? And so he can't be. He can't get. He can't get the invite. That he's gonna. He can't stay on the oh, feet. He's I love hanging out with Steve, but I'm like Jesus Christ, a 50 year old man. He wasn't even drunk. Literally, just could not stay on his pins. It was a nightmare of a weekend last weekend. Nightmare of a weekend. It's got to be a better weekend this weekend. One, you know, I, I was gonna have a nightmare weekend, but I mean, you know, want a bit of money. One twenty bucks. That sounds good. Twenty bucks. After being enough, da- for, enough for strombolis and scooter rides. That's what I say. <laughs> yeah, after Strom- being down a hundred, it was nice. Stromboli. Did you want any bets on the football game we had? That's why people should subscribe. They need to hear about the football game we had Some, last week. I was. I'm trying to find where me and Anthony made the bet. You still owe me a hunch, so well, just make sure. Okay. That... TJ's still holding on to it back right, there. Very good. I'm glad. Hopefully that works. Of course, that's Tor Jr., uh, Tor's <laughs> gelatin octopus that's, that's behind him in the studio. Uh, what do we have on the docket for the show this week, if you don't mind, Tor? We had a, uh, a very fun week. We had, um, as you and I are both fans of the movie Boys from County Hell. Love it. Uh, Michael Hawk, who played SP, was uh, great, uh, gracious enough to join us. And you guys should check out that movie. It's on uh, Shutter right now. It's called Boys from County Hell. It's awesome. It was a very fun interview. The guy is uh, just hilarious. Hilarious, and he he plays his character in the game. It's him in in the movie. It must be nice to be able to just be like, hey, just be exactly who you are in real life, a drunken construction worker, <laughs> Irish dude. <laughs> Uh, but it was great talking to him because he was exactly who you would want him to be in that spot. So we'll hear from him. Are we doing a little BMI action this week? Yeah, we have some uh, we have some dollar menu uh, that's going on. A lot of good stories that popped up. A lot of good stories that spurred, I guess, longer conversations with Ant Man while he was on his phone. But, I did a you know, couple of food reviews too. You did that bad boy. So we'll get to that. And uh, was that all? Is that all we had this week? Uh, we. Might have a bit of NFL schedule talk in there. Excellent. Yep. Schedule release happened this week and some speculation. There was the Tim Tebow story. We did some football talk on the show this week. So we'll try to give you a taste of all that. Try to get you guys a discount too. Get you some good service. TLC Auto Detail. Love them. Dave from TLC Auto Detail has been doing right by shows that I've been a part of for years now. Um, And it's getting hot out. So what you want to do is get some of that window tint action. They do a great job with that over there. They got high quality ceramic window tint. And it'll add privacy and help keep that interior of your automobile cool as you move forward through some of these warmer months. And if you're a gentleman of larger carriage, such as myself, every degree helps. We all know that. So you can work on new cars, older cars, whatever you got. Uh, Money Monk's going out there with a catering trailer. You got a motorcycle. Whatever it is, TLC Auto Detail. And if you mention 
the Chad Duke Show, you're going to get yourself a nice little discount. Do right for yourself. Tour save 20 bucks. I bet you could save even more than that. Who knows? Just mention the Chad Duke Show when you contact TLC Auto Detail for that special discount. Go to at TLC Auto Detail on Instagram, or you can visit TLCAutoDetail.com. All right? And we appreciate them for doing what they do for this show. Without further ado, here's some stuff you may have missed this week on The Chad Duke Show. Make sure you sign up for The Chad Duke Show mailing list on chaddukeshow.com. Be the first to know what's happening on the program and maybe even win a prize or two. We promise we won't fill up your inbox with tasteful nudes. Well, we promise we'll truly make an effort not to. Fortress Film Society on the Chad Dukes show. Of course, joining us on the Brenco Solutions hotline right now is an actor that's in uh, just a tremendous movie uh, that is available on the Shutter Network, which is just cranking out the content right now. The movie's called Boys from County Hell. And Michael Hawk joins us, who is in this thing and absolutely is one of the MVPs. And Michael, it's great. I appreciate you coming on the show. It was nice to reach out to you on social media and find out you're a nice dude and you went to Shutter and got the okay. And we appreciate you making the time today. Cheers. Thanks for having me, Chad. It's great to be on. Man, I got to tell you, dude, like I watch a lot of horror movies and um, I'm kind of it's a mixed bag on horror comedy for me because I'm always kind of of the mind that you can be scary or you can be funny, but you can't be both. And um, I got to say, this movie is the exception to the rule. Um, And you guys did a spectacular job. And I think a lot of it has to do with the ensemble cast is just tremendous. And the chemistry is all there. Uh, let's start with the bare bones of a man. How, how did you get it? Clearly you're familiar with some of these actors. Uh, you know, some of these guys, how did you get involved in this project? I just auditioned my agent contacted me about the project. And I put myself on tape and, um, Chris, the director liked it. And I had a meeting with him and we hit it off and booked the job and was flying back to Ireland for a, a summer holiday. <laughs> <laughs> That's tremendous. Um, the scenery, I, there's there's movies where part of it is Americans always, we kind of uh, romanticize Ireland, I feel. And um, there's movies where the set is basically another character. Like it's as much a part of the plot as what's going on, the scenery and the like. And this is definitely one of them. The, the country is absolutely gorgeous and it plays into the plot and kind of fits the whole mood of the movie uh and that must be kind of fun to show off considering how you know americans generally try to pretend they're irish all year long anyway and then they do this horrible (laughs) this horrible job of it on saint patrick's day like this was i felt like a very nice show-off piece for the countryside as well yeah, and especially I think that's why Northern Ireland has become such a hub for big shows is because of the variety in the landscape. You have the likes of Game of Thrones that have been shooting there for the last 10 years and stuff. So like most of Ireland, you could just slap a camera down anywhere and you'll get a picturesque shot. It's just a, it's a wild place. 
It is. Uh, my, my buddy Steven's from Belfast, and he talks to me about the difference between the two also, like just politically and with the social issues and how much different mm. it is. And I don't know. It sparked The cool part about it is watching the movie. It sparked some of those conversations as well. It's like, well, you know that these are two different things, and uh, there's two different sets of values, and there's all these this area of time called the Troubles. And, like, it's a very – it's an interesting place also for movies to take place because of how much people think they know about the area as well. Yeah, look, it goes hand in hand with Northern Ireland. Um, you know, you still, you're still going to have undercurrents there, but it's amazing. Like, we worked on this job. Like, I'm from Southern Ireland. I'm from a small county in Offaly from the south. And the majority of people working on this were from the north. And, you know, there was a number of, like, Catholics, Protestants. It didn't matter where you were from. Everyone just fucking got on and (laughs) did the work, and it was great. Like, I, you know, you just need to, anyone, I I don't know if you're involved in that industry, you need to part, if you have any issues politically, you need to part it pretty quick. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you don't need that baggage going into a project like this with so many different people. The, um, I, I don't want to stereotype, and I certainly don't want to judge you without me- meeting you. How close to the guy, SP, in this movie, how close is he to who you are in real life? I'm pretty close, to be fair. I'm basically on a fucking building site right now. <laughs> I just told the guys there, I need to shoot off and do a little interview here. They're like taking the piss out of me, going like fucking movie star. Fuck off. And a number of the guys on site had seen it and they were just like, man, you didn't have to do much work on that one. It's funny because I, I was watching your sizzle reel and I'm like, oh, this dude, he's a Viking and he's in uh, he's in medieval times and he's a gangster here. I'm like, well, this role, this must have been like putting your feet up for this project. I mean, it probably didn't require that much preparation. Well, all the groundwork was done previously with the cast when we met up for a few drinks uh, a few days before the shoot started. It's just a tell each other our deepest, deepest, darkest secrets. And uh, we kind of bonded then. That was the, laid the groundwork, had a few pints, got relaxed around each other. You know, doing these, doing these movies, the hardest thing is the different characters that you come across, you meet on set. Like, you know, you, normally you're always going to meet somebody that's a pain in the arse sure. to work with. They don't like doing this, they don't like doing that, and you're kind of walking on eggshells around them. But everyone on this shoot, um, I think it was the best. It was the best crack I've had on a set ever. It was just, just Chris, the director, really set the tone, and everyone else just we all just jumped in and jumped in for a swing. It, what is it like? So I don't know. The, the movie gets released, and you, I see the score on Rotten Tomatoes, and it's you know people are enjoying it. How does it then get picked up by a network like Shutter, which is going to have its own audience? It kind of opens up the project to more people. Like, what, what was the timeline on that process? Well, it did have a long festival run. We shot this in the summer of 2019, and then it was the premiere at the Tribeca Film Festival in 2020. Obviously, coronavirus hit and everything went to shit, but then 
it got picked up by Shudder after doing a lot of the festival run. Shudder picked it up for the US and Canadian uh, release. And it's been picked up for um, cinema release in the UK and Ireland this summer. So it worked. I guess Shudder just picked it up. They liked it, they thought. And um, it was great because there's such a big audience and it's getting out to so many people, which is a bonus. You know, look, a lot of movies that you do, some of them might not see the light of day, but um, Shudder have been great with this promoteness it's been great yeah it's a great i mean i'm just as a horror movie fan it's a great network because not only do you get the classics but you get stuff that i i would not have i've seen like i would not have had a chance probably to catch this movie if not and it's yeah. and it's dude it's tremendous like i don't know if you go sent deaf to the to the thing because you know you lived it and you breathed it or whatever but it, it's 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 entertaining it's funny like it's heartwarming first of all you have a, your character it was in, immediately one of my favorites I, I hate quoting people their own lines but you have when you're leaving the bar after you guys get thrown out. And you said many man has had a drink with me, and you're not one of them, or something. I'm paraphrasing. I was like, that's such, yeah, yeah. That's such a great fuck you when you're walking out of a pub. Like, I wonder if anyone. <laughs> so it, that, it was perfect. That, that line was actually said to me. I grew up in a bar, and this guy that I told to fuck off out of the pub turned and he said that to me with his fist raised, and it was a fr- and we were kind of doing a little improv when we were leaving the bar. And, I just threw it in there, I think, and half <laughs> of the guys were like, you know, there was a lot worse said on a few of the takes. <laughs> yeah, I bet. But it's it's like one of those it's like one of those insults where you're expecting it to be more brutal, and then you have to sit there and think, well, what what does this mean? What he said to me, and then it's like amazingly passive aggressive as well. I love that scene. Uh, you had an epic death scene. I've always wanted an epic death scene in a movie. Spoiler alert for people that haven't checked it out yet. Uh, what is it like? What is it like preparing for your character to be eviscerated by a vampire? May I ask you? Oh man. I don't know. That day, actually, we shot that. We were under pressure with time, and we—you just kind of do it. You just like, you know, you're trying not to breathe too heavy. <laughs> yeah, I do that a lot. Uh, try not to have too much to drink the night before, uh, but um, yeah, I don't know. You just go into it and you just roll with it. When it comes, it comes, and you just try and play it. Like you can't really. You can't really pretend to die. I, I, see, the thing is, I've died in a lot of shows. <laughs> so I seem to get killed off a lot. I have a face that people want to kill. So I've, I've, had, I've had plenty of experience dying in the past. <laughs> well, good. You got the chops then. Um, it's it's such a, I love, I, I just actually watched, there's this HBO show called The Head, and uh, John Lynch is in that. And he plays a completely different mm-hmm. character than what he played in yours. So it was a bit of a culture yeah. shock seeing him. He's he's such a great actor that it was cool seeing him in this show. But the I really felt like the group is incredibly solid. And I don't know how it works anymore. Like I feel like we were talking about a Mortal Kombat movie sequel like before it came out. Do you have discussions like that? Do you get back together and say, hey, this thing's got some momentum. More people are checking it out. Maybe there's some more stories to be told inside of this, you know, this little pocket of a, you know, in a universe. I don't know. I, I just feel like there's a lot of lore there. And there's certainly the chemistry between all you guys where there could be more pieces to this story. Yeah, definitely. Um, especially like Chris, the director, and Benny Mullen, who co-wrote it with him, and he's a producer on it. They... They um, had another movie. It's kind of set in that kind of world. 
uh, called Bad Day for the Cut that came out like in 2017. And that is really, it's like a dark revenge kind of uh, movie, but there's humor in there as well. And it's kind of set in the same world. And I think the guys are onto something with this because it's so authentic as well, um, the pieces. They're, they're so specific to this area in Ireland that it's not, you know, a lot of these colloquialisms aren't, people in the world don't get to see them. And now I know um, there's aspects of the movie, some people might say, I can't understand what the hell they're saying, but, <laughs> you know, just watch it a few times, you'll get it. But the lads, I think, are onto something there with this. And it'd be great if they were talking about doing like they want to do like a kind of a three, you know, three of these movies, kind of like a Corn the Cornetto trilogy. Sure. And, you know, but uh, it's it's always really nice to see the real like real natural Irish accents on the screen because a lot of Irish movies they're always angling for the American audience and they always want to water down with the accents. And the, obviously the swearing and stuff, but the lads just went full tilt. They were just like, no, let's just go for it. And that's what I love. Well, uh, it's one of the reasons why I love Guy Ritchie's early movies is like as an American, I'm watching them six or seven times and finally figuring out like what's being said. And if you yeah. just if you just take that and you're like, all right, we're gonna put Vin Diesel in the rock in this, or we're just gonna remake this movie, it's like, well, you lose you lose part of the reason why this movie is so intriguing, and it's and it's what you're talking about. It's the speech pattern, it's a clo- it's like learning humor from uh, from another perspective. I love that yeah. part of watching a movie like this. So I I think you probably lose I, the essence yeah. of the movie, don't you? Yeah, it's that dry, that really dry, just waste that they have, and it's just deadpan. Look. It, I, I just love its authenticity and the way it was. It's just true to its uh, true to its roots of the uh, world that it's from. You know, whose foot is that? Is is the funniest line in the history of movies? Like I when that happened, <laughs> I fucking me, my wife and I like first it like took us a second, then we just burst into laughter, and then I'd rewind it like five or six times. It was just it was so random and oh, perfectly man. placed. It was great. Oh, um, you got a new TV series coming up, do you not? That's a pretty big deal. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm looking forward to it coming out. You know, it's um, it's called Chapel Ways. It's based on a Stephen King short story called Jerusalem Glass um, with Adrian Brody and Emily Hampshire and Schitt's Creek. And we just shot it in ha- Halifax um, last year. Uh, during COVID, so that was an interesting experience, and I'm excited for that to come out. I think it's it's due out in the fall on Epics. Epics, there's so much content out there, man. It's unbelievable. I'm so glad all these different networks are doing original series. So Stephen King based, that'll be spooky. I like that. Do you, do you do you find yourself gravitating now towards more of the the horror side of things? I mean, guys find a niche, they find a lane in that genre, and it's you know wide open for signings and cons and sequels. And I mean, there's worse ways to be an actor if that's where you, you decide um, to end up. I. I only do, I listen, I only do when I get, when I manage to book. It's not like I'm out there picking, it's not like I'm out there picking and choosing my role. It's like here, I'm scraping the bottom of the barrel here, man. It's like, you know, just give me a fucking job. <laughs> I love it. 
Because I think people, you know, people, people, like, you know, it's it's a fucking grind at the end of the day. Sure. You're, you're just like, oh, shit, it's another horror movie. I don't give a fuck. I'll Who do. cares? <laughs> please, please. I need the paycheck. I got to pay these I stupid the sag dues. Um, I got to pay the, the tax man. You, you, your family owns uh, what looks to be the coolest pub I've ever seen. It's called JJ Hawk Singing Pub. You can find it on Twitter. It's at JJ. Excuse me, Instagram at JJ H O U G H S. I see Money Monk's about to follow it. I know Tor's already following. Yeah, it. dude, how yeah, yeah. that place looks awesome. First of all, how long have you guys had it? And secondly, what has it been like trying to get through COVID when you got to run a watering hole? Oh man, uh, like well, my grandfather bought that bar in the forties, and uh, it was a bar before that. I think for like it dates back for three hundred years wow. or something crazy. Uh, so there was like my dad took it over from my grandfather, and then he had like eight kids. We all grew up above this pub, and we were all working in the bar when we were like twelve, ten, twelve years old. I used to finish school when I was twelve. I'd go home and I'd open the bloody bar like it. My dad <laughs> grabbed a pickaxe handle. It's still there from behind the bar. When my first day working by the bar, he said, "If anyone tries to come in behind the bar and get to the cash register, just take this." And give the butt of it to their face. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> no ring cams, no, no there ADT. Was no, there was no helicopter parents back then. <laughs> no, no, it was very much. But yeah, so, um, so yeah, and my my older brother took it over last year, and of course, with COVID hitting, he's been he's been pretty creative. My brother, he's like. He, he finds the loopholes and exploits them. Like, he's been working and doing a hatch. He's been selling beer through a hatch from the pub and this and that. But he, he keeps getting hassled from the police about, you know, people are drinking too close to the bar and this. And they keep ch- changing the goalposts oh. on him. And he keeps coming up with new ideas and delivering. He, he's, hopefully, there's light at the end of the tunnel. I think they're going to be able to open again in maybe June or July. So That's awesome. Crop. That place looks. That's not the Stoker, though, is it? Like, is the Stoker a, a real pub? It certainly looked like it. No, the Stoker was. Well, we shot in a real bar, but uh, it was. I don't know if the Stoker exists in reality. It should. <laughs> if you if there is a if there's a Dracula themed Halloween bar in Northern Ireland, I'm I'm getting the passport filled out tomorrow. I gotta check that yeah, out. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Dude, this movie. Three is, beers. Oh, good. I'm buying the first round, dude. This this, this movie is fucking great. Uh, it's funny. It's scary. I watch a lot of this stuff, and it really stands out. Uh, you were great in it. The whole cast is great, and I hope you're... Thanks very much, man. Uh, man I'd love to stay in touch, like, to, to follow the career. Um, clearly, you're a fun guy to have on the radio, so I appreciate the time today. Um, and thanks so much. I, I Again, what's the next step for the movie itself? People should just check it out on Shutter, right? Shutter right now, and then anyone in the UK and Ireland, you know, it's going to be in the cinemas in June, July, I think it's going to be released there. So fingers crossed on that, that COVID doesn't scupper. But Shutter is the place to see it right now in the, in the uh, North America. 
Excellent. Uh, and I think oh. you can get that for free if you have an Amazon Prime uh, subscription also. That's how I get access to Shutter. Oh, right yeah. That. Yeah, it's pretty cool, man. It's excellent. Um, follow Michael on Twitter. It is at MichaelHawk84. That's how I found him. And uh, watch for that series on Epics coming out. And everybody go see Boys from County Hell. It is absolutely a stupendous film. Michael, you're a hell of a guy, man. Thank you so much for the time today, brother. I Thank appreciate it. Thank you so much, it. Chad. It's been a pleasure. Take care, brother. The great Michael Hawk. The Chad Duke Show merchandise store is up and running. So click the shop tab on chaddukeshow.com for show t-shirts and koozies. All right, Ant-Man, it's been two, two weeks it has. since you've been here, and you get a, you've given yourself an opportunity to look at your phone even more. Yeah, Yes, I did. Uh, so being that this month is Burger Month, I went to Wendy's and got their new bourbon bacon cheeseburger. Isn't every month Burger Month for you? Well, yeah, every day is. It's I mean, it's burger time year-round. Burger time. That was a fun game, by the way. Run across I think they have that <laughs> arcade one up. It's got burger time machine, I think. I played the hell out of that as a kid. I, I, I imagine that's not a lie. <laughs> so, uh... It's a quarter pound of beef, applewood smoked bacon, American cheese, crispy onions, uh, and sweet and smoky bourbon bacon sauce on a toasted bun. That applewood lobbyist group, my God, do they have the market (laughs) cornered. Jesus Christ. So uh, if if you ordered it now, I I just realized that it ended yesterday, but you could get these for free if you ordered on Postmates, but they were sick. The burger itself is $6.99. Oh my God, this sucks. You just, you just, you can't even get the burger you're reviewing right now? No, 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 you can, but you could get it for free last week. Okay. Uh, if you ordered $15 on Postmates. That would have been nice if you showed up for your segment last week. Yeah, I apologize for that. Sorry. Uh, but the meal itself, I think it was like $8 and some change. I got a large fry, the the burger, and a large Diet Coke. That's generally what the meals are. Yeah. Fries, sandwich, Diet Coke. Uh, Appreciate the, you breaking the it down, bacon, <laughs> The bacon was nice and crispy. The bourbon sauce itself was more of, it just tasted like a sweet barbecue. I didn't get any bourbon taste to it. Uh, they didn't put a ton of it on there. The crispy onions were very crispy. I did enjoy that part of the burger. Um, and, and overall, it, it was a good experience. Now, it was not as good as I thought it was going to be when I read the bourbon bacon uh, sauce. Because of Monk's bur- bourbon barbecue sauce it is so good, and that's one of my go-tos out there. Hmm. I just didn't taste the bourbon in this, so... Well, it's not going to be as good as Monk's. I think you know that. Yeah, no, I know that. But I, I thought I'd definitely be get more of that bourbon flavor in the barbecue sauce, and it kind of just tasted like a... Fast food tray. barbecue sauce? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, uh, overall, with the burger, I gave it a three. I mean, it was just an average burger. wasn't anything better than... than you know, the average Wendy's burger. Uh, I think a fan of radio tried these and he said it was terrible. He was very disappointed in this burger. But Wendy sucks. I don't know why you guys expect anything better out of Wendy's because they have, it's an inferior product at this point. I, I, they, I think they get by on their Frosties. I think they get by on their fucking spicy chicken sandwich. But I've never had an experience where I go away from Wendy's saying, wow, I could have gotten a better burger virtually at any other fast food establishment. Yeah, the only reason I had high hopes for this one is because that chicken jalapeno popper sandwich was right. so good. So I thought that maybe they'd be able to do something good with this. But I just was not, you know, it wasn't terrible. I, I didn't think it was terrible. I ate the whole thing. Um, but I, can't, I could probably say that about everything. I yeah, it's not, I don't think any of us thought you were going to take only eat half and throw the rest away. Let me take the bun off. I don't want to have all those carbs. <laughs> but but yeah, for the price of it, you know, I gave it a, a, a three five. It, it wasn't too expensive. It wasn't, you know... Great deal. <laughs> Wasn't great deal. This is the body mass index. <laughs>
on the Chad Duke show. That's why you look disgusted during all that. What is what is your issue? I just he said a lot of really positive things about it, and then he gave it like a three. He said that the bacon was crispy, and he said that the crispy onions were crispy and delicious, and then he gave it a three. Because it was just an average sandwich. It, I sounds, mean, the, it sounds better than an average sandwich if you have the crispy onions. Maybe I just like the crispy onions. I don't know. But it was just, look, the I was crispy very onions were were better. Normally at a fast food place, the crispy onions are soggy because they've been sitting on the sandwich. Sloggy. And, and that was not the, the case at all. I think maybe uh, one of the finalists for the name of the episode might be Sloggy Onions. <laughs> I, I can't write episode titles fast enough. I mean, I'm, well, you got I five or six of them, them already. Yeah, I mean, it's killing it over here with the episode titles. <laughs> So you gave it a three? Yeah, I'm giving it a three. Does that mean people should eat it? I don't know what the scale means. Look, if you go in just expecting a barbecue bacon cheeseburger, then yeah, you'll you'll be happy. But I thought there was going to be something special with the bourbon flavored bacon sauce. And you've sauce, mentioned that a couple of times. I know. I think I, I think I was so disappointed with the sauce. That's why I can only give it a three. Do you think the sauce was disappointed with you? Uh, probably. <laughs> Definitely. Most things. Most people are. <laughs> Very good. All right, yeah, man. Well, uh, we'll put that up there. People can check it out on the uh, description of the uh, the episode. I am sure. Uh, let's get to some dollar menu items. I know I've got a couple of things I actually reviewed this past week. Oh, he's got to look at his phone real quick. Well. So Sonic has a new Southwest duo coming, and it's the Twisted Texan Cheeseburger and the Twisted Texan Footlong. Okay. Uh, you know we're t- we're fans of tubed meats on this show. Yeah, and uh, I gotta give. I mean, to interrupt you, man. I gotta give you, I mean, credit here. This stuttering, muttering prick. He put me onto something over. There's a bagel place here in Fairfax called Main Street Bagel. It's one of my favorite places around here. It's the best bagel sandwiches around this area. We Usually a bagel sandwich around here is like finding a slice of pizza. You can find something that claims it's that, but it's very underwhelming. I would say Main Street Bagel is the exception. It's tremendous. Ant-Man put me on to the fact that they have giant pretzel dogs yeah. with this big swirled pretzel bread on the outside that you can get brown mustard for, and they're just sitting at the bottom of the display case. I've never seen anyone order one. I've never seen I've never seen it on the menu, but I guess they make them fresh every day. And I walked in the other day. I was picking up uh, lunch for my wife, and I was like, "Give me one of those pretzel dogs too. I'm the swordsman." <laughs> and uh, they heated it up right in front of me, and I ate it. I was like, "This fucking thing rules." Yeah, those are so good. <laughs> it's fucking great, and it, it goes along the lines of what we've always talked about on the show. There need to be more hot dog options available. I believe uh, maybe tomorrow there will be a, um, a suggestion and ask shoot of some hot dog, of a good really? hot dog establishment. Oh, oh, wow. Definitely I'm open for that. Mailbag at uh, chadduckshow.com and, of course, 385-645-5375. If you'd like to read a voicemail. Hold on one second, Ant-Man. Yep. This is the Body Mass Index on the Chad Duke Show. You were saying? So the Twisted Texan Cheeseburger is a beef patty, Sonic steaming hot signature chili, melted American cheese, crispy onion strings on a toasted bakery bun. And the Texas, or the Twisted Texan Footlong is the signature, is all the same things pretty much. Um, both items are only $3.99, which is a great deal. I definitely plan on making a trip out to Sonic and, and tasting some of these, but I th- they are available now at Sonic. Sounds like just a chili cheese dog. What is on there that's indifferent? Because they already offer that. Uh, I think the long. crispy onion strings. Okay. Um, 
really that was the only thing difference that I saw, but they're calling it the Twisted Texan. It sounds good. It sounds like they're just kind of using stuff they already have there to put out a new menu item. But um, yeah, I get a, I generally get a footlong every time I go to Sonic because it's one of the few places that offers it. Although I think that the footlong should be cheaper than the burger. Like, you know, a hot dog costs absolutely nothing. I'm surprised that's $3.99 along with the burger. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Most places the footlongs are cheaper, but you know, for a bunch of chili, all that good I stuff. call bullshit that you're going to drive all the way down to Fredericksburg for that. I call bullshit. I don't think you have it in you. I actually, I actually have an appointment out there next week. That's oh, okay. How I know all right. Going. Well, never mind. Never mind. We'll get a full review then next yeah. week. I'm looking forward to that. I wish I could uh, provide some input on the Sonic discussion, but I've never uh, had it. Never been a Sonic? Nope. Wow. Now, listen, young man. You're going back down to the Outer Banks to do some shows. There are two Sonics on the way down there. And there's also um, a Zaxby's. And there's also a cookout, so okay. you got to make an effort to hit at least one or two of those on the way down there. I've had uh, Zaxby's. We got it after I think a game in Elon, uh, and then um, Zaxby's is great, very very good. And then, uh, but yeah, so I got to hit a cookout and a Sonic on the way down. Somebody there. told me there's a rumor that there's going to be a Raising Cane's opened in Manassas. I heard that too from somebody. I do it, was it Big Rig that told us that? I don't know. Big Rig is a kind of a lying liar, and he'll do a uh, <laughs> he'll do a he'll do a fake fucking news breaking story to try to put everybody onto something that doesn't exist. So. So um, we need to probably double check that. But Jesus Christ, here's what you shouldn't do. Don't follow Raising Canes on any of their social media if there's not one around you because you'll just be punching the air. <laughs> like, motherfucker, why can't I get some of that? That is Biscuitville. You ever heard of Biscuitville? No. Where's that at? It's a chain. And there's a billion of them in North Carolina. And there's a billion of them like in South Carolina. And there's none up here. Oh, wow. And they just make everything's gravy. Everything's biscuits and sandwiches. It's pork chops. It just is, fucking looks amazing. Is there one down by the Outer Banks? No, I don't think so. There's not definitely not one on the way. So we'll have to figure out a way to get there. But I follow them on all the social media. I just get angry and punch the air. <laughs> yes, Tor. Right now I'm reading the um, the chain has since grown to more than 500 locations. Raising Canes or Biscuit? Uh, raising, raising Canes. Okay. Uh, in Virginia, there are Raising Canes restaurants in Charlottesville, Richmond, and the Norfolk area, but none in Northern Virginia. So none planned either, it doesn't look like. That was on September 24th, 2020. All right, but that's a while ago. Yeah. Um, you forget we're almost halfway through the fucking year now, so it's, it's possible there's one at least on the books the one the one in charlottesville is the biggest cock tease in the world because if you're driving to charlottesville it's on the right right before there's like a major interchange where you have to go right if you're going to the brewery trail you have to go straight and you cannot turn around so every time i drive past it like i get all panicky because i'm like oh, I, I, and i miss it and then when you're coming back the other way there's just no way to get all the way across traffic to go in there also, it's like sandwiched in between a KFC and a Popeyes. It makes absolutely no sense <laughs> to me. so weird. Raising Cane's is the fucking shit, man. I love Raising Cane's. Hold on one second. This is the Body Mass Index on the Chad Dukes Show. All right, Jack Antor, I believe you're up. Well, I got some news, but I also have a very intriguing... Um, item to try that was sent to the uh, to the Fortress of Solid Dudes. Oh, really? Behind me. Why are you pointing at your cock? We could... <laughs> We Why are you standing up and splitting your butt cheeks? <laughs> we could save the item for the hoot nanny. Why are you upset? We could do it. We could do it now on the BMI. Why are you upset? Because of your butt cheeks. So angry. Are you talking about what uh, your your pal Eric Nagel sent you? I am. Yes. If you're willing to do that, and, uh, waiting for the hoot nanny might be a good idea. Well, pick it up and tell everybody what it is he sent you. Maybe we could tease that for uh, the next hoot that we do. I've actually been dying to, to try one of these. Uh, it's uh, radioactive sours. 
I think it, they're a German uh, candy. I believe so. They came. Uh, he gets like big bags of foreign candy sent to him by somebody. The yeah, one thing fire pit that night, he had all those yeah, crazy yeah. sour lollipops. The one thing I'm skeptical about is they're open. Oh, well, well, I think he tried one. Oh, okay. So As, then I'll still. Yeah, but it's that like, is hey, Rock. That's kind of shitty. But Rock <laughs> sent us a really nice box the other day. I don't think I thanked him for it. I just didn't know if it was the other. I don't care if Rock took one. I, I care if well, somebody was, else. No, took no, no. One. I, I think Rock <laughs> tried them and said they're they're so sour that the only person he could think of that would enjoy them would be you, and that's why he sent them. But let's let's make sure that we corroborate that before <laughs> you put one into your body. All right. Yeah. Okay. I'll put it back down. He sent us a nice box where he sent uh, he sent Tora. Well, you should probably officially thank him, Tor, because you have got a new trophy on your trophy wall behind you. Yeah, uh, Iraq is maybe the nicest. He's in my top five nicest oh, people. Nice. Uh, you're, you're also in it, Duke, so Thanks, just man. so you know, and man, you're that. not. Iraq uh, <laughs> is Appreciate definitely it. in that top five. He, is. he sent me some sour candies, which you do that, you're gonna get. You're gonna get at least an honorable mention in the top five. But he also sent me. And uh, and Anthony Kumia show uh, bumper sticker and the, and the cool thing about that is that it's signed by Anthony and it's and, personalized uh, to tour. It is signed also by Dave Landau, so it's just. A, <laughs> just <laughs> oh my god! Whoa. He just pulled out his sword. So you got the the OP signed picture. You got the Anthony and Dave autographed, and they're both uh, bumper sticker. They're both personalized. Yes, and they're both behind you here in the Fortress of Solid Dudes. Correct. It's pretty great. It's the best. You know um, what you also have? A cameo. That's right. That you need to that you need to probably post on the Facebook page. Who is that from? It's a gentleman that used to host a show. Uh, he knows everybody in the business. The CW. He's got great stories. He's got great celebrity stories. Doug Bell, of course, from Ring My Bell. Oh, uh, yeah. Which we all used to tape back in the early 2000s. <laughs> Huge comedic influence on me. Uh, Doug Bell was nice enough to... Uh, he found out that Tor was trying to break into the broadcasting industry, and he just had some advice for him. So I'm gonna, we'll probably post that on the Facebook page today. Can't wait. It's gonna be pretty great. It's, the, it's, the, it's maybe the, my favorite thing that's ever happened. A lot of Aside fun stuff. The, I mean, it's just it's hard to pick. It's all been very very great. You got radioactive sours. You know, you think maybe if you had all this good stuff going for you, you'd pick up the phone and say, "Hey, Dukes, they've taped off the fucking staircase. You're not allowed to use it. Maybe park someplace else today." Except you and Ant Man realized that and just sat in here quietly. Yeah, no that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's an on me. That's what that is. I think it's an on both of yins. Both <laughs> He was coming out of it, too. <laughs> he was coming out of the funk. I just slammed him right back into it. Uh, did you want to hold off on your story? I actually got two things I reviewed, so what do you want to do? I got a quick story. Let's hear it. Uh, Five Guys has recently opened their first ghost kitchen in Garland, Texas. Oh, interesting. You know, these ghost kitchens are becoming incredibly prevalent, are they not? They are, and when I saw this, I was immediately like, okay, if I'm in Garland, Texas, I'm probably going to be pretty excited. But I also, I don't know, I feel like Five Guys is one of those chains where it should be in a Five Guys. It seems like they have the perfect kitchen because it's all the food is always perfect. Yeah. There's never anything wrong with it. And if you put that in, like, I don't know, a McDonald's kitchen, I don't see it being the same quality. I, I, I can see there being some some error in the in the trials. Well, also, the fryers in Five Guys are only used for burger, french fry, hot dog. Yeah. Like, if you're putting them in a fucking Applebee's or whatever, like, that oil is going to be used for other shit. I'm with you. Also... I would never order Five Guys. There's a Five Guys in the Outer Banks. Like, I love Five Guys. I love the Outer Banks. I would Man. never fucking order a Five Guys burger at Outer Banks. 
Because yeah. I want something local. If I'm in Galveston, Texas, or wherever it's fucking going, I want some brisket. I want some fucking Whataburger. Like, I want something that's kind of native to that area. Now, now on the other hand, people that live down there that don't have Five Guys all the time, that would probably be a nice treat for them to be able to get a Five Guys. Burger. Right, but fuck those people. <laughs> that's my point. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I think Tor is right. The Ghost Kitchen shit, there's... um. I think it's called Mr. Beast Burger. Oh, yeah. Like some YouTuber started it. And if you look like at their website, their burgers look fucking amazing. Like all the food looks great. But they put them in the back of like Pizzeria Uno's. They don't actually exist. And it's just it never lives up to it. You just never know what it was supposed to be. Yeah. The good thing is all the three of us have had enough five guys where if we tried a ghost kitchen five guys, we'd be able to tell immediately if the, if the quality wasn't up to par. Exactly. And that's kind of where I was where I was going with it was. I don't know if they're they're going to be able to hold up what we all know and have come to expect from Five Guys. I would agree too. And Five Guys just wraps their shit in foil and puts it in a brown bag. Like I feel like if there was a Whataburger Ghost Kitchen up here and they brought me like a bag of Whataburger with like the holster for Whataburger, I'd be like, oh, like that would be great. You're not going to get that with Five Guys because they don't really do any of that marketing, right? And Five Guys is the only place where I'll actually every single time I won't take it to the car. Do it's gonna I'm gonna sit down in the restaurant every gonna, single time. Every yeah. single time it doesn't. I'm not gonna carry it back to the house i'm not gonna do anything it's gone it's a sit down eat the burger and then a couple reasons for that though tour yeah. one is they still have the peanuts as far as i know and mm -hmm. I, I love eating just two bowls of those peanuts while i'm sitting and waiting and their fountain soda i've never had a problem with it it's always fizzy they got coke zero they got diet dr pepper their ice is good like i like to get six or seven refills while i'm in there also it's now, it's crazy that it was i think maybe in the mid 2000s it was it was five guys in chick-fil-a that were really vying for it and i don't know where chick-fil-a made the, vying for like i guess the top dog in customer service they were sending and overall pleasurable experiences i guess chick-fil-a took the ball and ran with it but five guys i feel like had a pretty strong uh stranglehold it's on long, that. but five guys takes a while like that's the yeah. one thing is like you're gonna have to sit there for a minute and if you have to sit there for a minute if there's nobody else in the five guys and i, I think that's probably a good thing because you know they're making your fucking burger to order every single time you're there right and the other good thing about five guys is the only difference between the small and the large french fry is the size of the cup that's in the bag right because they put they fill those bags to the top every time Do you ever order the large just because you feel so guilty about bilking them for some <laughs> many years for the medium i definitely like whenever i get uber eats five guys i get the large because i feel like an asshole and then i always say extra cajun seasoning too oh yeah that cajun who, who seasoning the fuck is are the, so good who are the simps getting the normal five guys fries i have no idea i don't know maybe they like it with the vinegar down i guess my, ch my chick loves she says that their vinegar is better too like they've got good vinegar uh to put in their, their fries but man those cajun seasoning is so fucking so good, good yeah <sighs> Love five guys. Uh, gonna die this soon. Is the body mass index. I'm going to get one after this. <laughs> you notice I'm not hitting that bell, right? <laughs> Boys, I'm gonna show you a picture. You ready? What is that? Oh wow! It flipped. I got a flag. Like you can a, still uh, see it though, right? Meatball sub. You see it? Uh, oh wait, is that pepperoni? I'll give you a hint. We talked about this on this show during this segment. This oh, is the Firehouse the, Subs yes. Pepperoni Meatball Sub that we've talked about. Both of you looked at like you've never seen it before. <laughs> I was waiting for, for you to catch Anthony because he didn't know. You know he clearly didn't know, he was, right. He was, and you, you, I was and getting he, there. He was the only one that didn't know. By so. the way, I'd like to point this out as that Firehouse proponent, no free plugs. That's a DoorDash Firehouse Subs. Look how perfect that is. It's pretty damn I mean, good. That perfect, right? Great. Yeah, perfect. That's unbelievable. Um, no free plugs. I love Firehouse Subs. <laughs> uh, they've never sponsored anything I've ever done. I don't know why. Um, you all right? Yep. I just uh, yanked my hat back really weird. It just felt weird on my head, so I had to adjust. 
could be the fact that you have the most hair and the least hair of anyone I've ever met in my life. No, um, that's true. And it's falling out. All right. Hence the least hair, Ant Man. Well, no, for real, from the meds. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's not good. There's nothing good going on over there at all. I'm surprised your teeth aren't rattling out from how much you're shaking over there. Whatever teeth you got left. Um, what's wrong, Tor? I'm concerned about his teeth also because of all the soda that he drinks. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing that's not acidic going into that mouth. When's the last time you had a glass of water? Um, Don't lie. It's been a few months, probably. Oh, Jesus. Oh, no, you know what? Last week when I was really hungover, I got one of those bubblies from your store. That's not water. Oh, it's close. It's closer than what you normally drink. I'll give you that. Yeah, but it's been a while. I don't think I've had a bottle of water in months. <laughs> you don't have to have a bottle of water. I know nothing would make you happier than to kill the environment. Do you ever just hold a glass under the spigot, fill it up, and then just shoot it down real quick? No. Never, not once? No. I'll drink, like, flavored water every now and then. What do you think his liver... He always has to have a treat, doesn't he? He always needs a treat. It's not even a treat. It's just become common practice. I'm saying flavored water. It always has to have a treat in it because he can't just have a glass of water. Hey, man, you got to flush out the toxins. you got to flush out the liver. Do you yeah. have kidney stones? No. You're gonna... I don't know how that's possible. You're gonna have fucking boulders coming out of you out if of you do not hole. start drinking some water. I'll work on it. I wake up every morning. Hold on. <laughs> I wake up every morning. Doug Bell, by the way. Um, I wake up every morning, tour, and I fill up. I have this uh, one of those red barbecue uh, Cheerwine cups. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? The ones that used to be Pizza Hut. My friend uh, Ben Brown from Cheerwine gave it to me. It's my favorite cup in the whole fucking world. Ben, if you're listening, I'd like about 40 more of those if that's possible. <laughs> um, I fill it up. I just slam it down, and then I fill it up again, and I slam it down. I, you know who told me about that? He said, Dick Smokin'. He said, one of the ways that you're supposed to wake up in the morning is it kind of gets your organs moving before you hit them with all the shit that they're going to have to fucking filter out. And that's just a good baseline for you to have, Ant-Man, with all the consuming you're going to do throughout the day. All right. I'll, I'll give it a try. I'll start drinking a glass of water in the morning. Here, See how if, it goes. I'd like to get your firehouse story. Sure. Could you, okay, so there's a sink back there, and there are glasses back there. I just want to see that you're physically able to that's drink a glass of water. You know what? That's a great idea, because I've never seen him. And we just washed the glasses, too. I saw that. Everyone did the, uh, it, yeah. the dishes back there, which is, is nice. Is it Gremlins, where they can't touch the water? Is that the movie? Uh, look, the water gets on the Gremlins, and then they reproduce, is the way that it works. Okay. It gets on the Mogwai, which is what, of course, Gizmo is, which, of course, everyone doesn't understand, which is why they loved Baby Yoda so much, is that it was just Gizmo, and everyone's fucking stupid and doesn't realize it was just a ripped-off concept. So what is it you're asking? You just you don't believe that he can physically drink a glass of water? Well, I feel like he's going to have a reaction to the water like I would the sour the sour candies. I, I just got to see him do a taste test of water. But I just don't understand. People bitch so much about tap water. I've been drinking tap water for 42 years. Yeah. Tastes fine. Never had an issue with it. Don't have a horn growing out of the side of my head. I've never had a... Um... All right, now that's about a... Look at that. All right, that's like a hotel room-sized glass of water. If he had... Three of those a day, Tor. What a difference it would make, I think. It's what it just it's water. It's it's gonna do nothing but good for you. By the way, this is the weirdest food challenge. Like people are usually eating like uh <laughs> Carolina Reaper peppers, you know, or radioactive gummy sours. All right, let's see it, Ant Man. He is struggling with it though, isn't he, Tor? Oh, he's choking it. He just wants to get it over with. Well, that's fine. That's the way I drink water. I just slug it down. Yeah, there you go. Now, how did that? How did that feel going down? Um, kind of tasteless. Right, but 
you, you, uh, don't, you don't get that after you've had like two diet sodas. You get that gross, syrupy, chemical fucking I, shit in your mouth. I do. I think that's why I'm drinking soda all day and I have to pee nonstop <laughs> because I have to have something to drink every two minutes because of the But Why, the why don't you start with, I'm going to have a 20, because right now you're drinking, what, a 20 ounce diet cheer wine that you got from Commonwealth Dry Goods? Yeah. I went over to uh, Commonwealth Dry Goods, got a couple of these. Thank you. The, um, the maple... Uh, the, the maple beef jerky okay. from Shiner Stash is my go-to. Shiner Stash, it's good, too. But how come you don't just say, for every 20-ounce soda, I'm just going to have myself a little water? I'll, I'll try to do that. You know? i kind of balance it out a little bit. Maybe I'll fill each bottle up with water after I'm done. Okay, that sounds good. Now, Tor, are you satisfied with the fact that he drank about six ounces of water right in front of you? You know what? If he hadn't had any in three months, it's it's better <laughs> better late than never, I guess. You can always donate to The Chad Duke Show using the donate tab on chaddukeshow.com. You'll help us keep improving the product, and you'll earn yourself a verbal nod on the next episode. We thank you for your support, friendos. Did you guys see what the first game of the NFL season is? The first game of the NFL season. Was it like Broncos-Giants or something? No. No. Redskins? No. What? Redskins oh. are playing the Chargers, actually. Yes. That, that's their home opener, but yes. that's not the first game okay. of the season. First game of the season, Thursday night. Don't use that thing as your brain. Use oh your powers God. of deduction. You're a football fan. Okay, okay. If you're Is upset it? about it, it's got to be the Ravens in it, right? Very good call, but no. Oh. They open up on Monday night football against the Raiders. Is How it? do I know this much about the fucking football schedule? You don't. Is it Chiefs Bucks? No. But you're 50% right. Ooh, Bucks. At home? Against. Who? Why would I be upset? The Raiders? I just told you the Raiders are playing on Monday night against oh, the Ravens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I know Atlanta's opening up against. Nobody cares. Philly. Not even people in Atlanta care that the Raiders. The, 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 what was the name of your team? Who the fuck would even know? The Not Braves. That's, that's what they call them down there. <laughs> not the Bulldogs. Oh, against um, <laughs> Arizona. Jackets. Why would I be mad if they're opening up against Arizona? That's well, a fabulous game. Like Kyler Murray Green and Bay? you like no guys. Dolphins. Th- this is so fucking easy. Cowboys? Yes! Oh. It felt too easy. When are we going to... This is not as a Redskins fan. This is... I'm fucking fed up. I don't care about the Cowboys anymore. They're not going to win. They're not a good team. They're the fucking Logan Paul of football. And I have to sit here and fucking every single time there is a big moment, the Cowboys have to be interjected. And I get it. Dak Prescott was hurt week five last year. He's going to be back. All these Maybe they'll run the ball with Ezekiel Elliott. They got a bad coach. They got a bad system. They got overpaid players. I'm fucking sick of them having a national stage. I'm just tired of it. I would have rather see the Buccaneers play anyone in the division over this shit-ass team. And then oh, there's all kinds of other NFC teams I think that would give them a more interesting matchup. Seattle? Seattle would be a 10 out of 10. Yeah, that'd be a good game. Green huh? Bay? What about all the new uh, quarterbacks that we're going to see? Honestly, yeah, I'd rather see the Bears. I'd much rather see them play the Bears at this point. The Vikings. I'd rather see them play the Vikings. Did you see the Thanksgiving lineup? Uh, no, no. Oh, all right. Let me hear it. Bears, Lions. Bears, Fuck oh, God. Every fucking year. You know what that is? That's the game that's on as you're still getting ready to sit yeah. down. It's just background noise. Uh, second game, uh, Raiders, Cowboys. Okay. Oh All right. I mean, I'm not. I mean, I'll be rooting for the Raiders. Yeah. That's fine. Third game, nightcap here. Hold on. This is the most important game because this is the game after you've eaten, after you're out of the food coma, and you're ready to start drinking and hanging out, and you actually want an entertaining game. Usually, it's an NFC South game. The 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 the, the Saints have been in there the past couple of years. The Cardinals have been in there the past couple of years. 
I think the Falcons got a game where they got their fucking absolutely demolished. Well, they came back a little bit, but it's uh, beside the point. They got shit canned though. Big Ray will yeah. be making some delicious jambalaya. Yeah, by that point, the gumbo was going to be the turkey gumbo. Or the gumbo, yep. Yeah. Night game. Bills, Saints. Ooh, that, that could be good. That's not bad. That could be good. That's the not best game bad. of the day. I'll be betting on the Bills. Just get angry. Get Big Rig all angry. Well, also the Bills. Off. I mean, the Bills could be the best. I mean, depending on how that offensive line, because you forget, Kansas City completely recobbled their offensive line. Yeah. Also, people are figuring them out. They're, they just are. They're playing against them tougher. I think that division, I think the Chargers are going to be better. I don't think you can just hand the AFC to Kansas City like you have the past couple of years. It wouldn't surprise me if the Bills are, you know, give them everything they want all season long. I agree. To me, in the AFC, I don't know how you guys feel. The biggest X factor is the Browns. Like, I feel like if the Browns are going to take, they're getting Odell Beckham Jr. back, second year of that offense, if they're actually going to be this team and take a step forward, like, this is the year you got to do it. You want a playoff game, you went on the road, you look respectable against the AFC champions, you got to prove to people you're not the Browns this year. Look, I know you're not going to like it, but I think Baltimore got a big receiver in Rashad Bateman. I don't even I, They got I to have like somebody to much. throw it to him. Yeah, they have a running back to throw him the ball. Yeah, I don't think the Ravens are going to win, not with Lamar Jackson. I, I feel kind of silly about my Ravens not making the playoff bet now because, like, all the Ravens do is make the playoffs. And I want to shit on Lamar Jackson. I think Lamar Jackson, he's a lot of fun to watch, but I just... I think defenses have figured out how to play against him more effectively. And he's going to get hurt eventually. Each year that passes, it's not become less and less likely. You like the Raiders? I mean, the Ravens? I think that they could be to win the division. Scary. I don't know. I, I think that Lamar can sling it a little bit. Maybe it's because I saw him in person and I saw that speed firsthand and I saw him get a first down in one second. And it was just very, very captivating. It's fun to watch. And I think, I don't know, there's times where I've seen him sling it and there's times where I think that his running has overshadowed his throwing ability. But, you know, if we're going what's better, he's an elite runner and he's a good to great passer. So we're going to weigh that in a different type of way. Amen's done with the conversation, I by can the tell. Way. You see that? What happened Sorry, to my boss hard out at me? Noon? I was telling him that I'd be <laughs> on my way. <laughs> how, does, how does he never figure out that you're just eating gummies and drinking diet sodas for an hour each fucking Thursday? I don't know, but thanks for having me, guys. All right. uh, I do have to... Be cheeks. Uh, yep. no, 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 just, we don't need all this. It's all good. Thank, thank you. Please. Thank I'll, you very I'll much. Tonight. Text more. me what you need yeah. me to bring for the sword I, we need. I told you what you need me to bring. Oh, yeah, yeah. You need to bring a Max Scherzer card worth at least 50 bucks that I can cut the patch out of. Something that'll hurt you. Well, I'm gonna bring a sword too. You don't have a sword. Oh, Shake the table it. a little more. You're gonna get a sword between now and then. Yep. I'm a little worried about how he might get the sword. <laughs> I think Mark has a nice one in the basement. <laughs> if Mark took that off the body of a dead Viet Cong, I don't want you bringing that in here. Oh man, I can't wait. Please hit the thermostat again. What are the chances that Mark has killed a man with a sword? I would say 60-40. I mean, I, I would bet 100 with a bayonet. I mean, Mark is a fucking, he's a problem, man. He's no joke. Wasn't he a pilot? Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I'm sure he's killed lots of people with yeah. a plane, but I also think that, you I know. could see him actually in the plane shooting one down. Dude, he's in Vietnam? What is he? Yeah. Man, he's Vietnam and Korea and the Persian Gulf? Vietnam. Korea? I, I think Korea. And definitely the Gulf War. Definitely in the Gulf War. Twice. Twice in the Gulf War? Was he ever on the ground? Uh, in the first one. In okay. Vietnam. I mean, look. Uh, 60 40 is a good bet there. I'm not asking him, but I'm fucking, I ain't fucking with him either. I told you that one time he came to pick it right up here. Mark's got to be in his mid 70s. Yeah. He was pissed and he came like running across the fucking. I was going to reach my hand out and shake his hand and I just saw a look in his eyes like, I'm getting in my car and driving the fuck away. If this guy's pissed off, I want nothing to do with it. I, it's, 
Same thing. Mark, He's going to bring in a sword that Mark took away from an enemy insurgent and killed him with. Don't bring that you, sword. You know that, right? Don't bring it. I it's too real. It's I, too real. Don't bring it. I guarantee he disarmed whoever the enemy was and stuck that sword back through him. It's a lock. Ant, do not bring the sword. I, don't, I think he thinks you're joking, man. I'm not joking. It's too real to have up here. We're playing Imagination Land, kind of, all right? We're playing with the swords. We're not playing with, with blood swords. No response? He already got on the elevator? Did he? I don't know. I think he's just sitting there quietly. <laughs> That's what he did for the last 20 minutes of the show. Just looking at his fucking phone. <laughs> oh, tonight's going to be fun. Tonight's going to be a good night. It'll be a blast. <clears throat> I just wrote that lyric. We should make a song out of that. Okay. Uh, real quick before we wrap it up, uh, NFC East. Who do you think wins the NFC East? I think Philly is going to be underwhelming. I think Maybe the worst team in football, I think, Philly. Uh, the Giants, Daniel Jones is not going to figure it out. He has like, you know, he has like 29 fumbles through his, since he's been in the league. Yeah, I, but I think he could be a Sam Bradford type. I keep saying Sam. Um, Darnold. I think he, I think Sam Darnold's going to do well in Carolina, and I think that Daniel Jones could find himself someplace else and actually still have a career in this uh, in this league. The problem with the Giants is they got a good coach, I think. I think uh, they, uh, whatever his stupid name is. The wide receivers coach, Judge? Yeah, yeah, Joe Judge. Yeah, I think he's a good coach. Um, Dallas is going to crumble. They just will. Uh, it, you know, it. I don't think they drafted an offensive lineman, which they needed to. No, Washington. Washington. I just think that I. I don't want Fitzpatrick. I know, but I just think uh, that I think they can. They've got more playmakers now, and I think that defense is going to be good enough to get them to nine wins this year. And if you get to nine wins, you win the NFC East. You know, if Washington can stop Sa Saquon from running it up on them in two games, if their defense can lock him up, then it's fine. They can now. And I think that linebacker they drafted, they're talking about how fast that kid is in lateral speed. That has to do with the running backs. Miles Davis and Saquon Barkley. I'm not too worried about Ezekiel anymore, but I think a lot of the reason why they took that kid is because you have to deal with those backs in that division. You have to. I got Tampa Bay winning your division, unfortunately, and it wouldn't surprise me. I'm not I'm not picking it, but it wouldn't surprise me for the first time in a long time. None of those teams were in wild card contention. I am not a big believer in this new look New Orleans Saints, we're gonna figure it out with these two quarterbacks. Yeah, I, I you know, I completely agree. Right. Tampa, why not? Wait, Super Bowl champion back to back. I don't know why you wouldn't root for it either. Like if there was a team, as long as it's not the Cowboys, like I always root for an NFC East team to come out and, and do well because I just think a rising tide raises all ships at times. Maybe that's naive. I don't know if a lot of people are wired that way when they watch football. I don't know. I, I want the I want the twenty years of dominance that New England had. That's what I want. Okay, but how many times that, that's never happened before? It's the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You can sit there and want that for your little movie, but it ain't gonna fucking happen. Mortal Kombat or Transformers or fucking Fast and the Furious or whoever else is gonna try that garbage. Why are you hitting? Um, if you're feeling hungry, go check out the show's presenting sponsor, Monk's Barbecue in Percival, Virginia. You can follow Monk's on Twitter and Instagram at Monk's BBQ. That's at Monk's BBQ on Instagram and Twitter. Oh, man, what a week. First of all, Tor, not only did all that shit happen, but these dudes and dudettes... <laughs> People do that. These people listening to the show now have no idea that not only did we do the Fortress Film Society as a bonus episode this past week, our movie show, but we also did the very first rendition of the Chad Duke show, Sword Show, a bonus show that was about nothing but swords and sword play. We got to be the first of our kind to do that, aren't we? I've seen YouTube videos, and I know that a listener sent over a YouTube video or tweeted it out to us about uh, somebody forging a samurai sword out of an iron... Uh, Who iron gives chain. a fuck about that? I've seen it, guy. I'm about to sword life. 
Dukes is about the sword no life. No shit, we live in that sword life. We're Real. living it. Living that sword life, some consider a myth. That's what I say. What are you doing? You're sitting at home watching YouTube videos. Tor and I are getting cutty. Watching movies with our swords, drinking with our swords. Stabbing each other. That sounds bad. You drawing blood, bro, watching your YouTube video? I don't think so. Here's one question I have for you, YouTube guy. How do you plan on getting past Knife Cutter Row? You hear this? You hear this right here? That ain't no, that ain't no mouse on a laptop. Ooh, oh, ha! Hear this? This is, this is it. That is my sword cutting the windscreen right there. Oh, don't shave, that's how I cut myself, dude. I cut myself shaving with my sword. Picked, I didn't think it picked up me shaving there. Did you slice? Have a slice day. Would you be careful? The, 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 fucking, the cold steel's under your chin. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I got my whittling badge taken away from me in Cub Scouts, though. Did you really? Or Boy Scouts. What'd you do? Did you whittle your middle finger? No, I was just... I was. There was this kid on a power trip that was the, the Scoutmaster's kid. And was he, it this guy? Jesus Christ. I'm what sorry. is that photo? Hold on. That's it, man. And you know we're doing the show, right? Yeah, that's what we do. We work a full day. All right, I'll call you back. Are you already home? Sounds like you're already home. Sound your car to get towed? <laughs> oh, I can't wait. All right, I'll call you back. He ran out of gas. Of all the people that I do during this gas bullshit, we're gonna run out of gas in the middle of the street. I do it for man. All right, you were saying you're in uh, Cub Scouts setting things on fire? Yeah, I was. I was carving a stick while I was walking, and he tried to take away my knife and my and my uh, my whittling badge. He just took away my badge, and I had to earn it back. This kid was a total cuck. Oh, you mean he, he was fuck? Him. Oh, a kid took it away from you? Yeah. Well, I don't understand that. What did he want with it? He wanted me to not have it. Because I was having a good time by myself, I can see minding that. my own yeah. business. I'd rather you not have it, too. And if you're having a good time, I'd rather you not. Yeah, I'm on that kid's side. Sorry. I don't like, why? No disrespect. <laughs> I'm on that kid's side. You missed the Swords show this week. You missed the Fortress Film Society. You're missing it all. So correct that. Go cancel Hulu. Fucking, what else? How many, how many premium subs are there now? Like, there's Paramount Plus. I don't even want to look at my calendar because I still haven't canceled anything. Peacock. Oh, you haven't canceled all this stuff? <laughs> I love that you keep signing up for free trials to watch our movie club wait, movies. Wait, wait. And then you fucking don't oh, cancel. Wait, wait, wait. Shutters tomorrow. Let's go. Let's go. Where are we going? Go to the bank. What is it? Four bucks you're saving? I think it's four bucks. Yeah. No one should be that excited for canceling Shutter. Unless you're canceling to subscribe to the Chad Duke show. And then I do subscribe to that. I tell you what. Maybe I shouldn't because I, it, they're hitting one for one on me. I right know. Now. They're batting a thousand. It's one of your favorite movies you've ever seen? Yes. It was the boys from County Hell. Of course, you heard from our guy Michael that was in that movie during this episode. Very cool stuff. All right. A couple of quick programming notes. Uh, next week will be the return of the Chad Duke Show Friday night Hootenanny. So make sure you're around for that. If you haven't liked the show already on Facebook, please do that. It is facebook.com slash Chad Duke's show. And if you'd like to see a shitload of... Um, Videos from our big flag football game we had this past weekend, too. You can go to at Chad Duke Show on Instagram and follow all that stuff there. All right. Excellent. Tour, fantastic week of shows, my friend. I hope you're happy. A lot of fun. Uh, I'm glad that people are starting to slowly recover from their injuries. And yes. maybe they can get back in the fold and start living their lives. Grab t-shirt, taking endless shots on the sports junkies this week. Mm. It's all Tiger Woods, man. 
We have the use of both of our legs. Everybody's speaking into the microphone right now. That's a beautiful, beautiful thing. All right, guys, continue spreading the word. Uh, if you know a taker, uh, tell them to listen to the free episode right here like you guys are doing. And when you're ready for the real stuff, go to chaddukeshow.com, sign up for a subscription. You got two bonus shows this past week, all types of fun shit. You get a show every day. All right. Excellent. Thank you to everybody that's seven. Thank you for everyone that's listening. Thank you to Monk's Barbecue for being our presenting sponsor in Percival. Check them out this weekend. And if the good Lord is willing and the creeks don't rise, I'll meet you back here on Monday. Roll out the trash cans.